guys. Awesome episode. We have fingers and butts, vulnerable dating from a male perspective, and what it means if he's watching your Instagram stories. And we're yelling. I am a huge fan of today's guest, but before I introduce him, I'm going to do an intro as him, the way he intros his own podcast. Check it out. Share with friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to How Come. How Come, coming to you live every Sunday from Nanny's house. Let me start this episode by saying thank you. Thank you for listening, and thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for doing your part. If you're hearing me say thank you, and you haven't done any of these things, maybe do some of those things. Listen. You listen. Tell people. Who have you told? Rate, review, subscribe. That's right. There's three jobs you have. I bring the funny. Charlotte brings the facts. You bring the talking. You Tell your friends. This isn't a weird podcast. We're talking about relatable shit. We're talking about coming. We're helping people. Let's do it. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker. Put it on a road trip back from the beach. Let us guide your summer. Put us in your ears. Summer. Summer. How come? How come? Tag a friend. Put it as your Instagram story and tag us. When you tell someone about how come, we come. Imagine that. When you post about how come, we come. Tag a friend. Tag a lover. Tag your coworker. Tag your dad. Do it. Change the world. Rate, review, subscribe, and make us come. I've made some of you come without touching you. Do it to me. Come with me. Okay, that was an almost verbatim intro from Jared Freed's podcast this week. That's right. This week, our guest is Jared Freed from J Train. He is a comedian. He has the J Train podcast, the You Up podcast with bitches. Uh, he just had me on his podcast two days ago. Ladies and gentlemen, live studio audience that I stole from Jared Freed's podcast, give it up for Jared Freed. How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just. This episode is crazy for so many reasons. Our guest is amazing, but also this is season two, episode 22. The first time I came was February 22. That is the second month, 22nd day. This is the second season, 22nd episode. Our guest's birthday, February 21st. Holy shit. Numerology, synchronicity, rate, review, and subscribe. Our guest today Jared Freed. He's an amazing comedian. He's got his own podcast, J Train and You Up. I was just on J Train on Friday. You can listen to this same exact intro if you go listen to that episode after this one. You're going to love it. Welcome, Jared Freed. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is fun. Awesome. Charlotte, what do you want me to do? Lower him a little. <laughs> Lower him. <laughs> Don't loud shame him. Charlie was like, I'm not going to be a ghost. And then turns into a, a mom ghost hey. mid, midway through the helicopter mom. Lower. <laughs> Lower. I actually, I, we thought about it because I was like, we usually record with guys at Charlotte's apartment because okay. Manny doesn't love guys to be here anymore. But we can't record at her place because Jared's loud and I don't want to like, oh. echo it around the walls. It Why? would like bounce. Do you have her, roommates? Or no, they... her apartment's like a box. So it's okay. like much more echoey and like more difficult to edit. And I was like, I am not editing Jared's like <laughs> feedback Booming from his voice. screaming. Booming. Yeah. You should hear when I do the Bachelor live I do Bachelor Live stories. So like I They're yell my favorite. The, thank you. I yell at the TV while the Bachelor editor Bachelor's going on. And I don't like I've never had a complaint from a neighbor, but yeah. I'm really fucking loud. Like yeah. I, I'm really yelling at the TV. And <laughs> I've just recently started thinking, I'm like, these I I, I guess I lucked out with my apartment yeah. that the walls don't share. Like I share a wall with my my bedroom, not the the, mm-hmm. the living room. So yeah. I'm like, no, that's perfect. Man, for you. this really worked out. Yeah, in my favor. <laughs> like someone could be just sitting there in an apartment, just being like, yeah, he's yelling at some woman <laughs> named Hannah every day. I got in a lot of trouble actually because I called Hannah an idiot because Hannah's from Alabama, and I'm like, you're uh, gonna make that idiot have a baby? Like if she like you know gets pregnant, whatever. Well, I mean, she's allowed to have a baby. A lot of idiots have babies. <laughs> totally. But one of our listeners got really. She was like, Remy. 
women on women crime like will never save us and i'm like totally but i see her as an idiot first and a woman second well that to me the woman on woman crime so any woman is just not wrong right uh, for being a woman i've made fun of so many reality men i think why wouldn't i hold women to the same accountability and standard absolutely to me that's uh demeaning to women i think it is is oh you have to protect them no you should have the ability to fail just as much and recover just as much as a woman. Yeah, as, as and a we man. should have this equal amount of support too. Like, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, Hannah to me, I think is going to be a fun bachelorette. Like, I think she's actually the, like for the show. Like, if you want an entertaining show, mm. she produces the best type of show because she does fall hard. Yeah, uh, she yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. She felt like if we want to talk about episode two, Luke says, "I love you" in the first fifteen minutes, and she's into it. Into it, yeah. and it's like, yeah. And she is an idiot, but that's what makes the show <laughs> entertaining that- to me. But she's also a bad example, I think, for other women. Mm. Like, you see, like, she seemingly, and I do think this all relates to, to being a beauty queen and a pageant sure. person. Like, you relate to gushing. That's, mm. you know, you know, winners get gushed after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Losers do not. She, and what they're doing, like she does a lot of stuff. I don't think she's a good role model right. as a measure of love. But the thing is, is this is where I relate I, to Hannah. Is yeah. I fall in love at first sight, like all the time. Not yeah. now because I'm in a relationship, but like I feel that I don't know. Maybe is do you ever do that shit? I mean, I just think that like now with the podcast and a lot of women sending their problems, mm-hmm. like um, I just have like a good. I think I have a good sense of like overall things that are going on with dating and it's a lot of uh, women are putting their standards into men's hands so instead of having their own standard they're like this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong does he like me and it's like well you don't seem to like him like all of these things are him not measuring up to your standards so like when a guy like when you see hannah go on tv and do that type of thing where she just is like there's no discerning taste just like you Mm -hmm. said a woman can go and be an idiot just like a man can be an idiot yeah you're having taste about the matter so for her when he goes i am following you believe me there there should be one moment where she goes we've only known each other a few minutes but that is kind of weird i and like there just seems to be no like but what if she feels the same way like do you think that there can be like a love at first sight thing that's what i'm that's kind of what i'm getting at is where she could say i know it feels wrong but this actually feels so good to hear Mm. like it it plays getting told i love you by anyone plays to pleasure sensors yeah yeah yeah. she's not an idiot for that she's just human right the thing that she never said was this is all crazy that's a little you just want you want some like hey i i'm not making any decisions right now I like Luke's gumption. I like that yeah. he's coming after me this way. It it you, but you also have to discern like you know a lot of men uh their game is romantic. Their game inst- mm. men with like there's certain types of game. There's game where it's like, you know, like the negging. That's the one you hear about yeah. the most like yeah. the, because there was like, you know, that's stupid to me, but like there are guys going out there and being like, works. "Oh, look it, just for to some, some people." Yeah. For some guys, yeah. they don't neg. They like they flower, you know, mm-hmm. so they'll be like, they'll be like, uh, this is, you know, you'll hear women will write into the podcast and they'll be like, he said this and he said that. And he said, we should, he'll talk about vacations yeah. that we should do. Yeah. And you're like, and I go, I understand he said all those things, but there's a lot of times I've said this and I'm guilty of it. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm no, I'm no hero in this. I'm just saying what I've done is what the next guy is doing. Sure. Um, and made mistakes and admitted to those. But I, I do, th- you hear a lot, we should do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that feels good to hear. That plays to certain pleasure sensors. Yeah. You know, um, we should go out. We yeah. should, uh, oh, brunch. I love going to brunch. Yeah. You know, like saying those things, we know that women like writing the story on the fly. We love writing the story. <laughs> so like, we love where we met. Oh, oh yeah. my if god! If it's a weird place to meet, now it's a, like a better relationship for some reason. Yeah, you uh, you hear it at every wedding. Yeah, they you know it. It feels like at every wedding, like it feels like every time a girl meets a guy, she tells one friend he's the one, just mm-hmm. so that they'll tell the story at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just spreading out. He's the one That's stories amongst so friends. Funny. It, it feels like that. Cause you get that story at every wedding. You're like, is 
Not every girl knows. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're not See, that different. I think she's not saying to, to one friend, like, whenever I meet a guy that I fall in love with, I'm like, he's the one to all to everybody, of them. yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, if you're saying it to all of them, if you, if you have no taste. Yeah. You know, like. I have no taste. No, <laughs> I And men, you know, with dating, um, we get into subjects where, like, you know, men get uh, live in fear of, like, a little bit of commitment because, the fear is, and let's be fair to like men on that is, and watching Hannah, it doesn't really help this narrative. Is that could I have been anybody? Yeah. Oh fuck. Could I have been any just living soul who said I love you? Wow. And you watch Hannah say that to Luke, and you go, "Where's the you know? Where's the taste? Where's the discerning?" Hmm. Yeah, that's what you were saying with girls too. It's like your standard can't be. Does he like me? Yeah, right. yeah. You see, you hear that a lot, and it's like, but I'm just going by the emails I get sent. Like, totally. Because well, because you, you, you become like a dear Abby. Just a little bit. And like little you're bit. very good at advice. But <laughs> I try. we we I, talked about this, and you've said this that it's harder to take the advice on your own podcast. Oh, than abs- you I mean, advice is easy to give. You know, yeah. like it's just like you can't tell someone how to feel. Um, you can't, you can't push. So you can't. Doing the hard thing is just is way easier to tell someone to do that. That's yeah. why I think a lot of people write in is like, you know, I talk a lot about luxury issues. Like I don't really like I'm not sitting there talking. We're talking about things that like are like seventh on the list of important things mm. at a table group of people. So mm-hmm. if like, you know, you could be like, he hasn't texted me back. What does it mean? Someone can go, yeah, fuck him. And then everyone moves on. And right. it's like. I think the beauty of some of the, you know, of uh, like, I don't call it really an advice podcast. I really think it's commiseration. Yeah. It's just hearing someone else go, yeah, that does fucking suck. And when I've done that, it's because of blankety blank or if. When I've been that yeah. guy who's texted that, it's been this for is how I this felt re- about exactly. It. Yeah. So it's more of that than like I don't know what the fuck. No, do. but it you becomes know, like- more of a conversation about relationships, obviously, because like we are all defining each other by who we're with or who likes us at the yeah. time or like have- how many people we're seeing or whatever. Yeah. And we I, shouldn't. That's why I, no, you shouldn't. Shouldn't. But, but, but it, I think that's tough what not we're, to do. Yeah. You know, like it, it becomes your like I am this. I am with this person. People want. People want teams. People want, you know, to know who's on the team. Yeah. They want to know where they stand. And a lot of it's gray areas. That's why, I, back to Hannah, mm. this is why I like her <laughs> season. Because yeah. I think there's some glaring dating things going on. And what's interesting is there's, like, there's definitely groups forming in the in the guys, too. Mm-hmm. And, the, and Hannah being from the South and coming from you know, a background that is more conservative yeah. and religious. I, I like She's I, it, chosen a lot of religious guys and one of them of referred dudes. to the drag queens as the drags. Did he really? Yeah, oh, I, I was that. like, That's did funny. they not get any sensitivity training? <laughs> like <laughs> the drags is the drags is I funny. had a really I, great time with the drags today. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's not hateful. No, it's just <laughs> uninformed. Yeah, but, you know, the drags. I, I think they. Well, I think that could be one of those. They're not a drag. Things. They're a real fun time. <laughs> I, I love that the first one was like it was a surprise you know like you have this like conservative uh-huh. bachelorette with this like very conservative group of guys yeah that, they're like, like bring out Alyssa Edwards yeah. Alaska and Miss J Alexander <laughs> like who you don't know unless you watched all the seasons of Top Model we but have I, we w- have. <laughs> I wish Miss J I wa- you see Miss J walk out and I was like I can't the best is, I just wish there was a flash cut of every Miss J facial expression yeah. at the guys. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, it was great. I, I, I'm a huge Bachelorette fan. Have you so. always loved female targeted content? I always liked, I would always sit with friends. I had a lot of like female friends growing up mm-hmm. and like, um, I, I would always, and also like anyone I've dated, I've like sat and watched their shows and yeah. like, I like reality TV just in general. Like mm-hmm. I don't really scripted TV. I'm I'm okay with. I just don't have the uh, the patience for it. Um, <laughs> I don't have the. You're like I just want to see bright span. colors and people yelling. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah and, that's and how I feel. I I like you know, and people are like, oh, it's scripted to reality TV. But I'm like, yeah, but it's scripted reality. Like there's yeah. like there, you know, these are the new. You know, if you watch the Kardashians, they're just doing. Old sitcom plot lines. Sure. So, like, Kristen yeah. knows best is the most hacky at it. Yeah. So they'll go, 
the grandma doesn't get it, and I'm dad, and I got to meet the boyfriend. Yeah, and it's, on the Kardashians, is... they're like, let's go prank mom today. Ex- we'll take her dry cleaning. Exactly. Does your current girlfriend watch these She watches, like, well? Kardashians and Because Charlotte, the whenever I get in a fight with Ben, which is not often, but sometimes we'll get in a fight, she'll be like, write a pros and cons list. Tell me, like, two things you love about Ben. And I'm like, one of the things is I love that he watches my shows with me. Yeah. Because I always think, I don't know, like, there's, there's something about breaking a man. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> There's something about getting them to admit that they like stuff that is similar to you. Yeah. I think like also these shows, the beauty of these shows and what I like about them, they they uh to make this Jewy, mm. they uh they promote kibitzing. Yeah, a lot of, so a lot of <laughs> talking about it. They want yeah. discussion. They yeah. want online discussion. Yeah. Like they want they want people to go, What do you think about the situation yeah. that you know, Chloe was in. And, and guys, you, how would most, you do? most of the time, guys don't want to have those conversations. They're like, let's yeah. just shut that down. Why do we want to hear about these people squawking? But we're like, we want to hear how people talk about issues. I want to hear sure. how women in uh, Texas are doing it versus Beverly Hills versus New York. Yeah. And like, you're one of the, the we don't have a ton of podcasts or shows with a solid straight male perspective being vulnerable sure sure and that's something that you are really doing i'm trying you know i don't think i'm trying for it but like that's just uh what's been fun for me to Mm -hmm. do i i do i mean like i've been doing like with girls i dated and friends of mine i'd always watch those shows and like i'm just like i I consider myself the worst person to watch tv with because i can't shut up i'm just (laughs) like sitting there being like what and that's why i started tape i would start live tweeting the bachelorette and the bachelor and then it be- it was just my brother and I, we lived together, and mm. we were two straight dudes sitting shirtless on the couch yelling at The Bachelor. <laughs> and then we were like, uh, and then he moved down, you know, he moved, and then I was on my own, and I started, and then I, you know, Instagram comes up, Instagram stories, yeah. and I started doing, like, TV shows, or movies on Instagram stories, and I was like, okay, so I'll start doing The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Mm. And now I'm, like, fully doing it on The Bachelorette, but a... But it's like that's what I would do with friends. Like right. I, I would I would just yell at the TV and yeah, yeah, yeah. be annoying. And you, you said know? like the reason you started your podcast or one of them is that you wanted to help people. Yeah. Make them feel less alone. Yeah. Well, that's what I, we liked. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's I mean that makes me sound uh, like uh, too squishy. Too nice, but I I like the yeah. what, what was happening was J Train podcast was like basically called the TFM podcast and People, I was like, send in your emails because I there's a podcast I listen to that has emails at the end. So I was like, I'll read them at the end. They'll be mm-hmm. listener mail. And they started asking questions because I was writing for Total Frat Move. So they kind of like, I think they trusted the voice that I was yeah. writing under. Yeah. And I would just start answering them. And then it turned into we were getting so many emails that it just turned into like, I'll just keep answering the questions. And then yeah. it was, it's a Dear Abby for Dudes is like, was way back now over the course of time, like women have found it. I understand like the, yeah. the barriers to entry for women I I get where it's like, first of all, it's called J train. Yeah. It's a dude <laughs> giving advice. Like, and they're like, well, what the fuck does he know? Yeah. And then you give it a shot. And but people it's less seem advice get... and more what you're saying of like, this is where I'm coming from because sure. in the moments where I've ghosted someone, this is why I was doing it. Yes. So that's like an honest perspective from someone who's not going to bullshit, doesn't have you in the room while he's giving you like, yeah, that's hard to <laughs> hardcore advice. Yeah. Cause with the, like, well, I did a J train live podcast and I didn't like it. I like, yeah. I was like, I didn't really like, um, I was like, we have to turn this more into a show. So we've created, like, because just answering people's questions, it just wasn't fun. Yeah, it's and not fun to be like, he doesn't like you to a room of, like, 600 women. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so she walks back crying. Yeah, and, <laughs> She's and, like, well, I'm glad I paid for this ticket. Well, it was like a lot of women just looking at me, like, in horror. Like, they yeah. were like, because you were giving them this advice. And, like, so then I was like, we got to create bits around the advice. So we've, like, got, like, different, like, um, yeah. now we do, like, you know, dating app makeovers and uh we do oh, deal that's unreal yeah we take people's profiles and put them up on the big screen do you like, know the secret of how to make a good dating i profile? know that the the general thing is men are too cocky women aren't cocky enough mm. so like women are kind of hiding in their profile where okay. men are like really fucking out men look like they're pledging a, rushing a fraternity yeah you know it's like, you like know, this is a fish i caught exactly it's huge the, that's just like the Here's fish me example at Machu Picchu yeah it's just like the shirts with off. my boys yeah <laughs> if you don't love dogs get the fuck out yeah here. it's just too much it's like i wouldn't want that guy in my fraternity even and it's like uh so a lot of the men ones are the most fun to mm. to make over because 
it's a room full of women with a dude on stage, and like they also like guys are just easier, like better at taking shit. There's more to sure. give shit about. Yeah. Um, the women ones, they're small fixes, but they're fixes. Like there's mm-hmm. like, and you know, I'm not making them feel bad. You just like like everyone looks good. Like there's no yeah. picture that you're like, eh! you know, like it's not <laughs> like, but, the, but it's more like subtle fixes. Like the one fix, like that I think is interesting is like, there's a girl yesterday she sent me, she was like, do you think this is too much for a dating app profile? Yeah. And then it was a video of her dancing kind of sexy in front of a DJ booth and she's undoing her pants. Oh, oh gosh. Jeans. She's wearing jean shorts and she's undoing her jean shorts and then she takes them off and it reveals another pair of jean shorts. <laughs> okay. So it's funny. funny. Yeah. But I was like, you have to understand the beast that you're fighting. Yeah. You know, you're not going, don't go to a lion cage and complain about getting bit by a lion. Yeah. So you walk into the lion That's cage. That's going to make it a more undesirable experience on the app for you. Exactly. Yeah. Guys are going to come in sex first. Even if it's yeah. a funny joke about the pants. Yeah. It's going to be at the pants. And guys <laughs> don't go. Pants. Yeah. It's, it's not. Guys don't go down from sexual. They right. go up. They right. heighten. Yeah. So if a guy sees an opening, and I'm not saying like, oh, God, you're not going to change men for yeah. your, right now. We're like, like we we can worry about you know the the, the horrors of how men act on these apps. Mm. Yes, but if you're going to play, be on the apps right now, and you put on a one of you taking off your pants, dancing sexy, where it reveals another pants, you're going to get a guy talking about something sexual. Yeah. And then it's going to start at that. Also, that assumes that he watched the whole video. Like, he might have just watched the first sexy thing, and then he'll go in with an even more crude comment. And that makes you not want to really return to the app, and it, like, clouds your judgment of, oh, all the guys on here are shitbags. Yeah, and and it's like, and and yeah, that's a big thing, because then you're going through the mess of shitbags. You're trying to wade through a mountain of shitbags to get to a needle. um, Like, really cheap clothing stores. Where you just really have to dig through the racks yeah. to find something good. The once you find something good, you're like, I'm happy sure. I came here, but that was a lot of effort. Yeah, I <laughs> I agree. I I think it's um it's that I think also like we we just had a uh, like an anthropologist Ooh. on you up and yeah. that's the other podcast and that will come out next week. But um, she worked for Match, so oh Helen Fisher, yeah, yeah, we, we had, had her. On did this you have she's her? The, yeah. she's the so best. she was really good Love and positive her. and fun. But the one thing she called them introduction apps. Which yeah, exactly. I think that's a better way of looking at it because a lot mm-hmm. of people are let down. They're like, you know, you get the question a lot of like, why did he disappear over the app? And it's like the conversation ran its course. That's it, done. It's yeah. okay. But like, why didn't the person? You, you would never ask that of someone you met in a bar. You know, right, like, right. You, if you met someone in a bar and then they went to the bathroom and never showed up again, you go, oh, that's weird. That guy just dis- disappeared. You'd well, be like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the reason is, and you've said this, is that people will look at an app. You see a guy, you're like, okay, he checks all these boxes. I'm yeah. going to go look at his Instagram and now I'm in love with him. We're going to get married. And you set that up you, in your, you've had more information about them. Yeah. And also they have more information about you and you're like, wait, so. He just doesn't like my information anymore. Sure. Yeah. It's it's just easy to get away from yourself. Yeah. And we all do it. You know, I was I when I was on these apps, I was looking people up all the time and, you know, knowing a lot about them and being like, OK, well, these all things would work mm-hmm. for me. And then I would get in my head like, you know, and women don't really see it this way. But a lot of guys are like, well, now we'd have to date. You know, yeah. like, like, and, and guys are thinking that way. That's an you're ego like, thing. Well, she's perfect for me, so now we have to date. Now it has to be. It can. It can't just Whoa. be a casual thing for six months, and then we'll see. Yeah. this is going to get real right away, she and I'm not ready my for friends, that. And then I'll have ties to her. Exactly. I'll have to see her around, and now everyone's disposable. There's more people like that out there, so you're like, Ugh, I don't even want to deal with this, and you've not even been on a first date. Like, how did you meet the, your current girlfriend then? At a show, she was. Uh, uh, but she did. It was but like she a sh- wasn't like a fan of yours. No, it was uh, a random show and was asked if uh, I was hosting and just asked if I was am I really single and Jewish and I was like I am both of those things and then (laughs) I and then I left and then she was still and then I left to do another show and I came back and she was still there hanging out so we got a drink or whatever but it was very you know her and I that's more organic it was more organic and I, I think a lot of people are like first date second date third date when okay what are we now what are, what's going on Do we, are you in the Instagram picture and like yeah. ours was very like she could have broken up with me seven different times before we even started dating yeah if you gave it the rules hold on someone's dying 
Um, <laughs> Literally, though, that's they what always it means. Yeah, well, this is Upper East Side. You yeah. Kidding? So um, I, the, there's so many times that if, if held to the standard that a lot of girls are looking at guys, are looking at guys on date one, two, three, mm-hmm. I would have been gone. Um, mm. And I probably would have been gone myself. I just would have been like, I'm not up for this type of meeting. I'm not okay. up for this type of um, thing where it's like we're on a schedule and the third by the third date we're having sex and the fourth date we're we're gonna do a dinner but we're gonna meet a couple friends mm-hmm. like I I just wasn't up for that ske- not everyone's up for that schedule mm-hmm. and that type of meeting and I think like I get well, not this everybody's le- even up for dinner like if you yeah. if you're not a type of person who likes to go to dinner you're not gonna like going to dinner with a new person that you don't know sure and, and but I do understand where it's like you want someone to just make the effort yeah but I mean even she's she'll go we haven't even when's the date like she'll say that to me i mean i understand like we haven't gone for dinner in like three weeks and i'll go yeah okay well yeah uh we'll figure something out but i i do understand like liking getting a plan and having those things happen i just think like um if you again it's back to the standards thing yeah are you happy are you enjoying this person's company is is the headache worth the fun right and it is the fun be, worth the headache? Yeah, is the fun yeah. worth the headache yeah, or yeah, headache yeah. worth yeah, the fun? Yeah, Whatever yeah. it is, um, and then you can't if if you if you're not doing that math for yourself and it's only well they like me mm-hmm. they'll go out with me. It's like, do you even like this person? You know, you know. Yeah. So right. I, I the one thing of. with dating apps I do think is tough. Like you were saying, Helen Fisher calls them introduction apps. Is I'll like like someone kind of thoughtlessly sure and then sometimes like we'll match then i get a message and i just never respond and yeah i feel so bad but like mm. the, there's no reason it's not like they did anything or i just eh, I change my yeah mind. but there there is a reason like don't give yourself more credit you're in that. talking like, to other people you've got other shit going on yeah this person you you liked them enough to think oh they're cute maybe yeah. and, then, and then they came and talked to you and you read what we do on these apps though it's like we think it's like one time you like someone no yeah, every no. time you come back to the profile you're deciding yep. do you're deciding to swipe right or left exactly it's not be, that initial swipe is just the initial you keep doing that we do that in our everyday lives yeah. like it's like and i think like like Moby being like Natalie Portman and I dated. She's like, I said hi once. I didn't see that story. <laughs> you Did didn't? That... Oh yeah, that's what, what happened. He claims they dated. She said no, and he dug up like one creepy photo of them together. <laughs> that's all I know about oh, it. Oh my god! <laughs> but I think a lot of girls be like, "What did we I say dated. wrong? What did I do?" What, it's like yeah. sometimes you, it just you didn't, didn't work. It didn't out. work. It wasn't yeah. a match. They, yeah, they. It's. This whole thing is, it's so weird to say it this way, but it's all less personal than we all want to believe. You know, like there was a girl that came up to me last night and she was asking me, she like met this guy on an app and then they went, he was going for a run and she's like, well, I'm out for a run. And he's like, well, come meet up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know if I want to go meet up this guy. You know, she's like hemming and hawing over weather. And then she said, well, he kept texting. He was so insistent on meeting up. That I was like, fine, I'll go see him. And, he, and I walk up to him. He's wearing these rollerblades, and he's got this big, bright, you know, fanny pack. And I'm like, all right. I was, and she like got there, and she was like, made fun of like the the um, the outfit, and and I was like, that's great. And she goes, and then he disappeared. What? I was like, on his rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just, laid it away. <laughs> just skated away. Yeah. And she was like, what do you think it was? And I go, I. She goes, and I go, well, there's. Don't take it so personally. The, I'm gonna tell you right now. I and I go. I go. The first instinct is to go. He saw me mm-hmm. and was like, "Ew." Yeah. That's not really what it is. Like that's very. Yeah. If, if you've swiped someone and everyone talk, the big noise is like, "Oh, the pictures don't match with it." Yeah, they. yeah, yeah. It's a. It's another man. No one's like going. Ah, oh, I can't believe. You yeah, know, it's not yeah, that yeah. far away. To me. He's dating a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. the reason he pushed so hard to see you in the park to me is to have a quick meeting to keep you involved for maybe a hookup later mm. on a roster of like some orbiting. sort. What is that one? Orbiting is when you just like keep following somebody on social media mm-hmm. and like just stay around in their life and like likes shit occasionally, so that like you're still like kind of around, but you're not actually mm. around. 
Um, Charlotte liked your term, the alley oop. Oh, the hookup alley oop. Yeah, so yeah. That's the <laughs> most <you>. accurate <laughs> thing ever. Can you tell people what that so is? So the hookup alley oop is when you're dating someone and it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And then someone is like getting in contact with you and you don't exactly say that you're dating someone. So you're setting them up to hook up when you are eventually broken up. Yeah. So you haven't cheated. So it's your relationship self. The alley-oop in basketball is when someone throws up the ball and another person slam dunks, dunks the ball. Yep. So you're throwing the ball to your single self in the to future, slam, in the future like, to slam dunk yeah. later in time, the hookup alley-oop. Do you think people can also do that when they're on the other side? So say they're into someone who's in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, I think that's orbiting, though. Like when yeah. somebody's in a that's relationship, it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, they're like, we're in a relationship. I'm going to stick around. I don't think this is going to. I mean, there's a Seinfeld episode about this exact premise yeah. where they, they're they like, I've been waiting out this marriage for years. Yeah. Now you can wait out a marriage and watch from front row seats. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, and, you know, Instagram is, it makes this all a lot tougher. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of hard truths that people don't want to hear with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Why do guys watch my story? After, we hooked up once and they watched yes. for the rest of my life. What does Please that answer mean? that. They're masturbating to your profile. Um, oh! I'm sorry. <laughs> is that a, no, but that's flattering. I mean, well, <laughs> oh, because thank you. so I actually I've been thinking about this a lot because women keep asking this and I go, I, you know, if I always have to put things in me terms. So it makes me look like a disgusting pig. Yeah. But what I'm saying is. When you are on Instagram, the one that comes to the f- the story that comes to the front or the first three are the ones you're touching the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. whether you I'm, and masturbating is a fine. I'll call it masturbating to just make it simpler. But they're, they're touching getting your enjoyment account. from your stories. They're going to no, but not even stories. They're going to your account. They're searching you out specifically mm. to look at. So in their rolodex of I'm going to do 20 minutes on Instagram at night before I go to bed. They're going through a few profiles that they check in on. Mm-hmm. Yours happens to be at that one of those profiles. We know this because there's a bouncer at the front of stories that every time someone is hot, mm-hmm. shows up to the club, they go, you're the front of the line. Yeah. Because then your thing goes to the front. Every time you add to your story, yours goes to the front because you've been touched the most. Mm-hmm. So it's... And, and it's not that they want to date again. It's that they're just curious and they're attracted to you and they were attracted to you, but not enough to date, not enough to keep going out with you. And not enough to reach out. Exactly. So like if they've never reached out and they're only watching your stories. Yeah. You know, some people, we have to like also like come to terms with the fact that some people only want to get off so much with you. Like mm-hmm. getting the match was enough for some people. Yeah. You know, yeah. the feeling of dopamine that you said you were hot enough to match with. That's all I needed to know. Yep. I don't want to date you. No, I just I like to know, know that you're out me. there in the world and that you would. Would. And that feeds me. And that feeds me enough to not need to go further. Yeah. Because I know that I, like, basically I've already checked you off. Yes. Like I could if I, I wanted to. I could if I to. would. And it's very, for men, that's like an ego thing where yeah. it's like knowing that you're like, oh, this girl thinks I'm attractive. That's all I needed. What if somebody's watching your story all the time and then suddenly stops? They're trying to get off the, they're trying to get off the, get off the drug. I think that like that's they're just going. I don't think it's as again not personal. They're just okay. that's for them. Everyone cares about themselves first. Okay, so they're probably saying, "Man, I watch this person's story all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I need to get out of here. Yeah. I need to stop. This is I'm this person. Yeah, that's them having a a, a moment of of clarity and yeah. willpower. So it's just not about you. You know, like, how many people like you're not single now, but how many people do you think you were cycling through normally? Like in those twenty minutes, I wasn't. For the day. I mean, I definitely. I mean, I'm still looking at old girlfriends and sure. old relationships. Yeah. Like, I'm not above that. Yeah. I don't think any of us are. The I think our parents' generation and the generations before that are somewhat lucky to be able to run into an ex mm-hmm. and never think about that again. And have fi- your parents running into an ex still had the fifteen minutes of could I, did I, should I? Yeah. And they only had to have the fifteen minutes. They're lucky to only have the. We have to have daily reminders could i should i would i yeah you know so it's like i do you know you're some people who disconnect i'm like i don't blame them like i tell a lot of people yeah it's healthy it's healthy for most people Mm -hmm. if you can look at someone's profile and go yeah they're cute they're fun but it wasn't the right match for me and then go and not pursue that like that's a a healthy amount of curiosity Mm -hmm. to me if you're a person who keeps getting it looked at and it's affecting you that they're looking at it 
maybe it's time to block that person. Yeah. And and that's not about them. It's not personal. If they were to reach out to you and go, hey, why'd you block me? What did I do? You go, no, I'm trying to let go of you. Yeah. I think that's a vulnerable and okay thing to say that people are kind of afraid of what the the other side thinks and it's not uh, really that doesn't matter that much I yeah don't think. it could even be somebody like and i've said this before like i'll mute some of my closest friends sure. or family members because i'm like i don't like you on social and i want to maintain our relationship in real life yeah i mean and if you guys are bothered by my social please mute me don't unfollow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i the on that end like i to me i'm like that with that stuff i'm a little less clear about with like someone like you couldn't ha- like you know with like twitter you're like you couldn't handle opinions that you didn't think i thought this way like i you or know like, like i'm like or there you're getting a lot of success or something sure you know? and you're like like yeah, I, a- I love you and i'm happy for you but this is making me think how far along in life i am sure it affects you more than yeah. i understand that my Ooh. It's okay. Sorry, I just spilled my water. Um, there was a flood here two weeks ago. Everything's already wet. Flood. Yeah. It's water. It in, on a, the, in an apartment. Yeah, I was insane. The that pipe, can happen. Pipe burst. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Um, so I do understand though, like create, like keeping your own sanity through blocking other people. Mm-hmm. It's not about them. You know, it's like about getting yourself healthy and yeah. feeling good. Yeah. Um, you guys talk about red flags and deal breakers a sure. lot. Would you ever see someone social as a red flag or a yeah, I would see it as a red. I, I mm-hmm. think someone's social media could be a red flag deal breaker, like mm-hmm. a deal breaker for sure. Thank you. I, uh, I, I think you can look at someone and go, "Oh, this is what's important to you." Yeah, you know, like someone look. I could see someone looking at mine, going, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, fuck this." And right. I'm like, "Okay, cool." You know, like that's fine. Totally. Um, we have to admit to social media being a part of our lives or else we'll all go crazy and the crazy people take over to me. Yeah. If you don't admit to it, like I put up a lot of stuff where I'll make fun of people, general people on my Instagram who are on Instagram. So like, and then um, like someone, I wrote something like, um, it was National Pizza Party Day mm-hmm. and which is different than <laughs> National <honest>. Pizza Day. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, just an FYI, National Pizza Day is when one hot chick eats a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. National Pizza Party Day is when a group of hot chicks split a pie. Yeah. That was like the premise. But they're yeah. all pretending to eat yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're pretending to eat the pizza. Yeah. It's just a big photo shoot with a pizza, with a fake slice, you know? Yeah. And someone commented, oh, so you hate women. What? You hate women having fun. And I was like, I roll first. And then I go, I was like, that like to me is like that's someone who doesn't want to admit to what's going on on social In, media. Yeah, You're gonna let right, the people right, with right, the fake right. people. If you don't make fun You're of not these people, all women. No, I'm You're saying, saying the women who a, do that. There's a group of people yeah. that are putting up a certain type of picture to get a certain type of label yeah. to be a certain type of thing to their followers, so that they're not just hot chick on sure. Instagram, which men do it too. But men aren't getting as many followers for being hot men. On it's just so the reality. Tr- yeah, if so, I tried to find like a hot butt man model, I, it would be hard. You could find it, but it won't have as many followers as what the hot woman selling bro. fit tea out here. Sure. Let me at him. Exactly. Well, the thing is, there's not like men follow hot women and yeah. women follow hot women. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like yeah. it's a, there's not a lot of like male Instagram influencers that like are getting both men and women to follow them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough to do. That's true. So, so but the, the, but the point of it is to say if we don't make fun of them or at least ball bust a little, I have the belief that that becomes the reality that yeah. these pizza people, if we're not outward like it may, these pizza people <laughs> at least follow them with a little sense of like irony to it. Yeah. It's like yeah, you did this to keep up a certain brand yeah. that you're. I'm funny, hot chick. Yeah, you know, totally. We're gonna take a little break because people at Nanny's house are making noise. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're gonna go sit on my uh, helix, give Jared a nice little try. Sure, just a nice little time to relax. Just and take get away a little reprieve the in the room. So we'll be right back. Ah, what a nice little relaxing reprieve. It was <laughs> so nice. It was hard not to fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, Helix mattresses, 
they're the most comfortable place when the women in your house are making a lot of noise, transporting your grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like to go to my Helix when I'm very stressed, when I'm tired, or when I just want to have a nice time and watch some TV, which, you know, Jared and I talk about a lot. And we spend most of our time laying in bed and watching TV. Sure. Um, There's no better place to do that from your Helix mattress. That's true. Do you not have a Helix mattress? That's crazy. Well, you got to go change that. Yeah, take that two-minute sleep quiz because it'll match you to your perfect mattress based on your body type and sleep preferences. Yep. If you're in a relationship, um, they also do sleep quizzes that ask... Um, about your partner's body yeah. type and their weight. And the bed splits down the middle. Yep. So you can have each person's needs met. You, or you can even try their side and be like, ah, your needs are not my needs. <laughs> um, I like my needs better. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone's different, you guys, but go figure out which Helix is right for you. Um, go to helixsleep.com slash howcome. They're offering up to $125 off every order. Um, and this is really cool. They give us a little teeny percentage of your order. So by buying a mattress not only are you getting an amazing sleep but you're also supporting this podcast that you love so much so great so yeah get up to 125 dollars off at helixsleep.com slash how come that is helixsleep.com slash how come for up to 125 dollars off of any order any mattress order you got it and have the best sleep of your life or the best sex of your life because they've been rated for having the Best mattress for sex, too. Totally. If you also want to support the podcast and you don't have any money to buy a mattress right now, don't worry about that. Just go on your iTunes app um, and rate and review us. um, Leave a five-star rating and a review, and the review will go to the top, and then we'll screenshot it, and we'll be like, oh, my God, we love you so much. Um, But, yeah, that really helps us out, and we love you. So let's get back to the pod. What are the questions that people are usually sending in about sex? Um. That it's boring. That it's boring? I think that's a big thing, telling their partner how, what they yeah. want. Yeah. Uh, how do I get, you know, we've had, it doesn't, we get some sexual emails. Mm-hmm. They're usually amongst, like, I'm trying, we, we do an awkward sex of the week on You Up, and people just send, like, fun, bad hookup stories, which yeah. is fun. And then we decide whether we would do it or not. Okay. And then, but, like, the sex ones, a lot of them were couples where it's like, hey, we, you know, he asked for this or mm-hmm. I'm, you know, it's just a miscommunication of what people yeah. are looking for. There was one that struck us that it was like a girl wanted a guy to come in a certain way and he like couldn't do it. And you were like, you can't yeah. fix the penis <laughs> or you can't like train the penis to do stuff sure. that it's not trained to do. And he wouldn't come. They, like she was like, I'm really good at blowing someone, mm-hmm. but he could not, only do it himself. He could only do it himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, let me blow myself. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. He took out a rib. He's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that is interesting because women take it personally. When, right. when a guy doesn't come, they'll go, well, what did I do? And it's like... Everybody takes it personally. Like, yeah. I take, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. You, or men do take, you? I take it. I mean... I don't really, I think I've gotten older, I'm like fine with it. Like sometimes I've had girls say to me, it's just not going to happen. And okay. I go, okay, like what can you do? Like I yeah. I mean, like it's not like I didn't try it. It's not like I didn't do my best. It's not like I, I'm here to take direction. Like right. I'm here to listen right, right, and right. do the things that you're looking for me to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, I think like in my mind, I'm always like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm doing what, it, you know, as long as you say it feels good. If you say like, I think if, if, it, if you're saying it feels good and it doesn't, that's a problem. Then it's like, but for that's sure. but that's also your problem for not yeah. saying right. anything. No, like I'm always like, you know, if, if that was me, if you were biting my dick, yeah, <laughs> I, I would go, you're biting my fucking dick. Like, I love that. Do that more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uncomfortable to say. I understand that, but like, it's also like, if I don't say, it's my fault. Right. Totally. I think the. I think I've been trying to talk a lot about this on stage and just on the podcast. It's like. It's funny. The most progressive women are not as upset, are, are not accepting of male sexuality as they would make you believe. Uh-huh. So, like, like I told my girlfriend, I wanted a finger in the butt, right, during a blowjob. Yeah, and she was like, and then like the word got around, you know, discussed it with friends, uh-huh. which I'm totally fine. I get mm-hmm. that. I'm pretty open about fingers in the butt. Yeah, um, and I'm like, and uh, I've I've referred to myself as the. Rosa Parks a male ass play in the past, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm okay with it. But it was You'll interesting. You only do to, it in, a, in the front of the bus? That's right. That's okay. right. Um, <laughs> I will sit where I want. Um, and I will be sitting on your finger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was interesting to me that these are 
you know, working. Yes. Women who are who are yeah. you know in these times of social whatever's going on. Yeah. And these aren't subjects that I really get into a lot, but I'm like, it's so funny to me that like the most progressive of women are like, what? Yeah. And it's like this is so you backwards. You can't today. have totally. it both ways where it's like you need to be accepting of all of me, but the second I give you give me something I don't like, I'm gonna tell well, then everyone. It's like, well, why and shame do you like you that? And, yeah. Are are you like does this mean you're gay? And it's like you've gone no. what are you in the fit like all of a sudden yeah. bring, this subject though brings women back to like more hateful times. Totally. And I've just and I've seen it I talk about it on stage. And I sit because I'll talk about like, you know, I use a vibrator with my girlfriend mm. and then like and then they'll go like when we'll go. Woo! And then I'm like, and I want a finger on the butt. And they'll go, mm-hmm. and it's like <laughs> no, you, thanks, it's like the buddy. same woman who wooed. Yeah. We're like vibrator time, yeah. you know, playing guitar with their own vibrator in the seats <laughs> yeah. are now being like, well, uh, is there something you need to talk about? Do you not like your dad? Like, yeah. you know, it becomes <laughs> like a bigger thing where it's like, no, I and I've had for a lot of men, men deal with that mm. where You'll be with your boyfriend, uh, and I know how the conversation goes because I've had it with girlfriends my whole life. Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Missionary. That's how it goes. Right. Like, it's two people who are kind of, like, dancing around that they both want to be more with each other, mm-hmm. but they don't know what to do. Like I yeah. don't, And I think a lot of guys deal with the idea, and I've talked about this before, where here's the, the, the difference to me is if we were all in a bar and mm-hmm. someone walked in and they were like... And this girl walked in and she was angry at me. And she was like, Jared Freed likes a finger in the butt. The bar would be like, oh my. You yeah, know, like yeah. everyone would clutch their pearls yeah. and the world would end. Yeah. If so, if the reverse happened and you and I are hanging out and someone walked in and they were like, Remy likes a finger in the butt. Yeah. All the men would be like, trying to get your number. A hundred percent. So, oh, she's sexually free. She's yeah. open. And it's like. Most buttholes are pretty similar similar they, male g-spot in yeah. the bottle so the, so they say what's crazy is um they were we were talking reality tv on real housewives of beverly hills last week camille Grammer was talking about how kelsey liked his prostate massage and she's like what i had to do was go in and whatever and these women all acted like aghast and these are people I, who have brought ball gags to dinner as this, a gift this is amazing because i had i didn't see this episode uh-huh. but i had heard that this was a discussion. Someone tweeted at me about mm-hmm. it because um, I'm at the forefront yeah, of, of the subject. Yeah, because you're apparently. anal boy now. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I, uh, it's interesting. That, th- that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Though. Like that show, I mean, again, that show creating conversation, um, that to me is like those women, remember when they like, when the, I didn't, isn't that the same show that like when the, uh, when, Trump became president. They had like a whole episode mm-hmm. where they were like, you know, like someone died. That was died. New York. Was that New, with New York? York? Housewives. Yeah, yeah, that was like. But I'm saying these a housewives more politically that, inclined <laughs> on the East Coast. Hilarious, though, to me that that like that they're like that subject tears and crying, yeah. and then it's like, uh, yeah. But my, then it comes she, to Kelsey Grammer likes a finger in the butt. And it's like, oh uh, my. No, but it's like if we expect people to be sensitive to female sensitivity, we have to be sensitive to male sensitivity and sure. not put you guys in like this box. So well, it's just an unfair position because you're dealing. You're like you're asking. We're in a time. We're asking men to like, you know, redefine the rules of being mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and women to redefine our rules too. Absolutely, yeah. but if you look at how the, the 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 rules are being redefined for women, it's all positive and yeah. go get them, and you're lead the office. And I'm not saying that I'm like with that. Yeah, but at the same time, you're asking men to like have a total like the the redefinition of man. And I'm not saying better or worse. I'm just saying it's a different thing. Well, we're like you can cry. You can cry. Uh, you can stay at home while mm-hmm. I go make money, mm-hmm. and then okay, well, my dad made money, and now I look like I'm a loser to my dad. Yeah, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like this whole idea of, and, and I just think there's not a lot of because they're like, well, you we're bringing down the pay country. You guys are all evil, and it's like it's like uh, you know, there's just less empathy given because they're like. Well, you've had it good for so long. It's like, right. yeah, I didn't have it good. I watched the same, I grew up during the same time as you and mm. we watched the same Magic School Bus episodes. You know, like like we were all in it there. You know, I was, you know, reading Rainbow. We all had the same thing. So it's like, it's interesting. And the sex conversation leads to other conversations, but it's like that, that one where you're like, 
oh yeah, it's so funny to see the minute mm-hmm. you want it all until it gets a little awkward, and then you're like, oh, you're not as uh, yeah progressive as you thought you yeah. were. Yeah, that's why I think it's so important to have guys like you talking about this stuff mm-hmm. though so openly because I think yeah, women can have our opinions. But it's going into an echo chamber if sure. guys yeah. are being vulnerable about it and talking about fingers and butts and all that. Like, that's when I think change starts to happen. Yeah, and you're, you know, you try to make it as fun as possible. But it's like you know, I I do understand there's a certain type that will may like I'm sure that these people are out there that have listened mm-hmm. to my show and they're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, and I and I totally understand that. And they're like, this guy. Uh, and it, because you're hearing someone be, I I think it's like, in my mind, I'm being so honest. It's progressive, mm, <laughs> you know? yeah. like, I, like like I'm not. I would I don't want to hide the truth from anyone because totally. as gross as it may come off, like to say to someone, yeah, guys are masturbating your Instagram profile. Mm-hmm. That's a gross thing to hear, and it's a way you might look at men differently, or it might be or like the men in my life don't do that. And it's like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like you know, yeah, every guy you know is a hundred percent away from me. Mm. There are a few like rules you have that are great, like the ten percent rule. What is that the ten percent? The ten percent is everyone's ten percent away from me. <laughs> that's that, that's what it is. Like if I give an answer, most uh, people, uh-uh. me and you, like we're like if someone doesn't text back, they're doing it for ten percent away from the reason you don't text back. Right. So it's okay. like whatever your feeling is, like the you know we like to like live in the outliers. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. think of like a bell curve, there's mm-hmm. the the big fat part of the graph, and then there's the outliers yep. on the outside. We all believe in the outliers. Oh, they've been in the subway for three days. Mm-hmm. That's why they haven't <laughs> texted back. Like he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Like something <laughs> crazy's happened. No, it's probably closer to the thing you're doing when yep. you don't respond. Mm-hmm. So totally. that's the ten percent rule. You can believe that, or you can you know believe in reality. You know. Um, have you, when was the first time that you discovered you liked a finger in the ass? Was it someone else's finger or your own? It was someone else's finger. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it was, uh, we were just fucking around. We were, you know, drunk and high and Mm -hmm. let's put a fucking finger in the butt. You know, it was just. She, she initiated? I'm trying to think. I. There was one time I asked a girl for it and she like, she was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, oh, too soon, too soon. Um. Um. Yeah, I I think it wasn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the first time, but I know it's never been like, whoa, you know, like <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, it's never like that. But I was like, it was always like on the like. I think I was doing it to a girl who liked it, uh-huh. and that and she kind of. Like, I was like, well, ah, good like for you, good for me. You know, reciprocity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I think that's kind of what it was, and like. And then, like, you know, the girl on Girls is doing, you know, having her butt licked. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's all let's all take. It, again, it goes back to that conversation of, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, missionary. Totally. So it's like, finally someone broke. I love missionary. <laughs> yeah. You get to look at them and kiss. Perfect. It's so nice. Sensual. They're doing all the work, essentially. That's right. That's right. You just Ooh, sang there. Starfish. I love it. No, I'll never starfish. I'll always a little Jane Fonda lift of the hips. Okay, there we go. Um, were you always sexually in touch with yourself? Were you masturbating early? No. No. I was uh, not really... Like, I was probably a late bloomer. Like, I didn't lose my virginity until I was, like, 19. Like, okay. it wasn't, like... Like, to me, like... Like, I wasn't, like, rolling through high school. Like, for men, I think, like, in high school, like there was a very big, like you knew the people who had sex and Mm -hmm. who hadn't. Yeah. You know, like you were kind of like still on Virgin Island. Yeah. Like, and then everyone's one every day. Someone new gets rescued and and you're like, just like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to start eating sand to stay alive. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, I wasn't like, I remember I didn't even watch porn videos until after college. Interesting. Like I remember I was still, you know, masturbating to still life's, (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> like I remember, I remember there was a time before nice I started comedy. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, fruit bowl, whatever. Before I started doing comedy, I was sitting in a room with like a bunch of friends, and they were all talking about like what sites they liked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't even go to these sites. And they're like, What are you doing? I was like, I don't know, like pictures, like you know, <laughs> like like Maxim. I don't yeah, know. Like okay. I was like, I didn't know how to like. And then they're like, no, and then you know, then I figured out you know the videos, and I was like. 
you know, went away for a week and then mm-hmm. came back. To, you know, <laughs> <laughs> came back informed. sweaty. Like, yeah. no, wow, there's Not a lot out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like those people who die playing video games like World of Warcraft. They're just like, yeah, I just yeah. forgot to eat. <laughs> just, just didn't even know. Yeah. No, I I think like if you talk about sex stuff or like are just open to like have the conversation, people think like also like I speak to a lot of women. So mm-hmm. like I, I'm giving advice to women about sex and dating and relationships and, and why guys are trying to fuck you. And it's like that makes it sound like that's all I do. Yeah. Um, but that's not I'm just referencing yeah. when I've been my most my like it, those times in my life i'm just going back to being honest about the feelings i've had yeah. or like where i'm like like especially when a girl writes in and is like yeah this guy does this this and that and i'm like well he's trying to have sex with you without commitment mm. and then like now it sounds like that's all i do and yeah. it's like that i get how that's confusing but that's totally not yeah do you remember the first time you ever like successfully orgasmed successfully orgasmed like most guys don't even come they just kind of feel the feeling i think i felt the feeling yeah and then i was like uh i i was a i was a pillow humper mm. Mm, i did that stuff mm-hmm. so i would i remember like you go from pillow humping mm-hmm. with nothing there's the feeling mm-hmm to the now it's like oh we have made a mess we yeah. <laughs> to clean this up right now so I remember that being a transitional yeah especially when you're like 13 and then you're like you know and then all of a sudden they're like oh this is it. we can't do this anymore we need a more efficient way there's a yeah, yeah. there's a whole other the part of the process yeah now. there's a whole yeah you got to find something yeah you know, uh, you know put an old underwear underneath the all your old sweaters. I know you discussed queefing a good amount. Yeah. We haven't discussed it enough. We haven't. No. We left it. Like after the first episode, we were like, queefing's fine. Fuck you. Goodbye. Yeah. How? What do you think from a guy's perspective? Well, I just didn't realize how it even happened. I didn't realize you, that it was like... We don't do it by ourselves. It's well, the air that you I push know. in. <laughs> well, then, then it became like, well, so it got explained to me. And I didn't know mm-hmm. that like after sex, like this happens a lot. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh my god, my you know, I must have a small penis. Like I'm not even like making the queef happen. <laughs> you know, like you know, I have this like whole, you know, you have this hard day. Queef in the rain. envy. Queef envy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so I never. Yeah. I. I guess I've been haven't heard it. I. To me, like, and I've. I. I don't think. I think when you like someone and you're happy to be in bed with them, mm-hmm. you don't really, like we talk about red flag deal breaker. Like mm-hmm. we had one recently that was like, you know, we talked about a sex story where someone put on a glove to put a finger up the butt mm-hmm. and they're like, wasn't there shit on the hand? And I'm like, when you're having sex, like you go wash up anyways, yeah. no matter what happened. Like to me, that's all like a part of the thing, mm-hmm. you know, like I always say like, um, like I always want to date a girl who eats corn messy. Because mm-hmm, yeah. it's like you know that they like you know there's they like a little, to get down they get down there's there's less inhibition there's all that type of stuff that goes with that yeah that's just a funny way to say like yeah someone who's just doesn't take themselves Eat isn't ass. too <laughs> prim and proper and too clean you know yeah. and it's like I think a lot of guys want that um, yeah so not weirded out by the queef not, not weird. weird out. Those, it would take a lot to weird me out. I think Adam Sandler in his most recent special has a uh, whole song about queefs. If oh, you really? guys haven't watched <laughs> it, yeah, he's like, "We're getting down. It's fucking amazing. No, 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 whatever." So let's ignore that massive pussy fart. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's so good, but it's like literally like all the throes of sex and passion. Sure. It's like, and you. <sighs> But that's <laughs> like that's the reality of sex. Like I remember, like you know, my family. We went on a cruise once, and the day when you go on a cruise, the last day they make you get off the boat at like six a.m. Mm-hmm. So it's like a week of drinking and having fun, and then at six a.m. you gotta get the fuck off the boat. So like, I remember like there, there was this one dad who was trying to wake up his kids. Mm-hmm. So he's at the door of his kids like room on the cruise and he's banging because he knows that they got drunk yeah and they're not going to wake up and he's, he just kept yelling you want to play you gotta pay <laughs> and we talk about you want to play you gotta pay all the yeah. time but like that's kind of that's the deal with sex it's like, part of it it's part of it you want to play you gotta sounds, pay sounds smells yeah you're gonna have to uh, wipe liquids. duty off your finger yeah so. <laughs> um this is a part that charlotte really liked someone wrote in about how it was tough to get a boyfriend or something and you were just saying 
if you're going out every night with the idea mm-hmm. to just land a guy, like yeah. that's yeah. a problem. Like you should, you need to have fun with your friends. Like yeah, it, it, and you know, someone wrote back to that because I think it was like a girl who's like thirty and single, mm-hmm. and she's like the one single friend. And then like I had someone write to me, and they were like, "Well, there's also the realities of like." You know, we have to get pregnant for a, for a certain age. Right. And 35 is a geriatric pregnancy. And you're like, and I was like, no one is against that. But I go, if you're living your life like that, like it's going to be He's not going to come. Also, mm-hmm. it's going to put, so I used to do this in college. I'm going to go out and I'm going to hook up with that guy tonight. And then if you don't hook up with that guy, you that lose? ruins the night. You yeah. lose. It's yeah, a win or lose, lose scenario. Loser. And it's like, yeah. what kind of like, you know, and I know this is a, one of those subjects that like easier advice to give than to take. Yeah. But like, first of all, men aren't walking around being like, ew, 30. Yeah. yeah. Like I just, I've, I talk to my friends every day. That's a conversation I've never had. Um, and like your gut guys want to be with someone who's got a good party going on. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you're at the bar, just like, well, are you going to call or are you going to be, you're just not going to call me. I, I, I've given my number out before and it's like, yeah, I don't want to call you. Like, yeah, now I don't. Now. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, but if you're with friends and you're like, and you're hanging and you're like, you have a, you know, think of like the Marvel movies. Mm. What made those fun is that they all interacted and there was a whole universe. Mm-hmm. They called the Marvel comic universe. And mm-hmm. it's like, we all wanted to like, oh, like I like those movies a lot because like I didn't read the comics, but I'm like, I like going online and like figuring out, oh shit, this movie relates to that movie and this and this mm-hmm. character is from this thing and I go read the Wikipedia pages yeah. and it's like, yeah. that's kind of how people want to date. Oh, you got this friends from this group and, yeah. and this friends from that group and you, oh, you used to do this and you used to do that and it's like, you can't have this whole universe if your whole universe is looking for totally. a boyfriend. Totally. That's, and and I, that's an easier way to say it. Absolutely. It's harder advice to take. Yeah, but it's also, I think, just going back to the beginning uh, and even your meeting story with your girlfriend, like yeah. do the things that are going to make you happy. Just live your life and there will be people at those places yeah. who you'll get she, along with. She like loves comedy and like mm-hmm. loves you know going out with her friend and her friend was like hooking up with a comic so like mm. she's like I'm going to be wing woman and plus I get to go see the show and yeah. I have nothing else going on and it's like oh cool like that's you're and then doing she something meets you, you like and she knows you're a comic so if you're going on the road she expects that well yeah that's a whole well that's a whole can of yeah, but- <laughs> that she does I mean we have to like you know a lot of our fights and stuff come out of the scheduling mm. and that's like I don't know how relatable that is but to other people but like that's like where like 90% of our arguments are about like well you know how do we hang out yeah. um which you know that's why we're going away not why but like <laughs> that's away. why we're going away yeah we're going away this weekend but like it's like you know but you're you gotta, taking time you like to find times yeah. to do these things and make that yeah. time count and make yeah. it count and like you know but like you know even last night we got in an argument she had a big thing going at work and I was like, congratulations. And I was pumped for her. Mm. And then I had a show where I was doing an hour and she came with her friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking up to do this hour and like 10 minutes before the show, she's like, Hey, and I'm like, hi, uh, go find. And I say, uh, we talk for a little bit and I go, go find a seat. She goes find a seat. Then after the show, I take pictures with people. Yeah. As I'm taking pictures, she comes up, you know, we take a picture together. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I was like, let me get through all this. And then, We'll hang out, mm-hmm. and then she's yeah. like, and then she went to dinner, and she's like, "You didn't really get to see me, see me, or say congratulations, or like I care yeah. about your stuff. You didn't care about my." And I'm like, "Well, you hit me at like a very tough time for me yeah, to like yeah, get yeah, into yeah. that. Like, I wouldn't go up to you ten minutes before a meeting, right, and go, when are you going to talk about? You know, like I, mm. I understand, and the thing is, the reason I feel bad about it is because like I do understand what she's saying, totally, but it's like, it's." comedy and especially if you date someone on a different schedule it's t- and especially if you date someone that's like in a schedule that seems always fun yeah you kind of forget that like well there's work you know i don't i like taking pictures with people who come to the shows mm-hmm. but that is a part of like why they come and why mm-hmm. and the job that's the part of the job and and, and i not do not always fun so don't worry jared's girlfriend sure. is having a terrible time well i i, <laughs> I to me it's like the toughest part in a relationship is when someone tells you you don't care when you do. And I think yeah, that's like yeah. something that like, you know, that's like if it was up to me, I don't think there'd be, ever be a fight. Like I yeah. don't have any issues. And I'm like, so I'm 100% the problem here? Yeah. You know, like, so. Totally. Um. Well, 
Jared, I wish we could keep you for longer. This has been it's a, pleasure. a very, very fun time. If you want to listen to more dating advice, go check out his two podcasts, J Train and You Up. Um, can you tell the listeners where they can find you elsewhere online? Thank you. Jared Freed on Instagram. That's where that I like Instagram. I uh, made that apparent here. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do a lot of stuff on there at Jared Freed. I, you know, sometimes I'll post the questions people ask, I'll write answers to those. I'll do. Bachelorette commentary. I post tweets. I post pictures of me as Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's stupid. I. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, when does this come out? TBD because of the editing. I don't know what the oh, is going to sound like. Um, We're going to see. No, but uh, yeah, go check him out. Go you. see his, his shows. Um, we have to ask this to every guest mm-hmm. and everyone we have a sexual experience with. I Jared came Freed. during the episode. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yes. Big reveal. I love <laughs> I that. I We've never it. had right a premature. <laughs> we got a premature. I got to say, no offense to you guys, but it was the 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 plate. Of art. colonial women? Yeah, the colonial women on the art uh, yeah. on the plate. On the gilded plate. Mm-hmm. That's what got me. Yeah, Nanny's house is a real horny place. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Remy, did you finish? I did. Charlotte, did you finish? Early. Awesome. Jared Free, thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. I appreciate and we'll it. see you next time on How Come. Bye. 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 How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just. Jizz-